episode 129 to be determined for a name. May not have a name. It's episode 129. But how's <laughs> <it> going? <laughs> good, everybody. Doing good. Yeah. Doing great. Doing great. All right. All right. So we have a lot to get into. A lot of stuff going on this week. We even have some topics that missed. Uh, special topics that just missed this episode. LeBron is out indefinitely, but he will be back for the season out. So that's why I didn't get added as well as, uh, like I said, other different topics. But quick reactions. Let's get it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is March Madness, and the madness is in full effect. So we've had one shout out to the NCAA. I mean, I know we do this every year, except for last year. Uh, but basketball been on like every day for like the past couple of days, and it's just been like a dream for me. I, I love March basketball. I love different coaching matchups. I like I, I just love different style. I love that. Uh, but the most important thing about March Madness, at least in the first weekend, are the upsets. So we do have a couple upsets, and I'm gonna let the people whose team got upset <laughs> speak on it. Uh, but we did have uh, UNT North Texas over Purdue. Shout out to Javian uh, Hamlet from Whitehaven High School uh, for going Shout out, to <laughs> Shout out to the Haven, strike from the Haven. So you know what it is. Yeah, my bad too. <laughs> my bad too. Shout out to uh, shout out to Or Roberts over Sheedy's um, Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, Very nice everybody. Went went ham. <laughs> uh, today we just had Loyola. I don't know if that's an upset or not, but Loyola just beat Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> on paper it is, but Loyola is, but Loyola look better than Illinois. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. <laughs> um, Abilene Christian beat Tukes, uh, quote unquote Texas Longhorns. He disowned him. <laughs> oh, he disowned my bed. I forget Tukes disowned. Let me figure out why. Oh, he did the fresh out of the game. Fresh out of the game. I wonder why. Long what? The long what? <laughs> long oh, way. Come on, man. <laughs> I wonder why, though, but I'm gonna let Savage finish. <laughs> maybe, but there was a team from Ohio. There was a team from Ohio that did win. Ohio University, the <laughs> Ohio University. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio did come back and bite. You said what's up? I'm gonna come back and bite you in the ass because you being real slick right now. You being <laughs> cool. Uh, and honestly, I, I I forgot who Tennessee lost to. I know right. that's right. for last. <laughs> Oregon State. Oregon, Oregon, State. State. Oregon, State. Oregon State, yeah, 10 lots of Oregon State. So, if Damn your team what? lost, if your team lost, feel free, the floor is yours. I will fall back. My team didn't make it. So, we lost to a team that had one tournament game in 39 years. <laughs> as far as yeah. my team goes, they, they, they won their conference tournament. They were they high. Did. They were high. I, yeah, I they won their conference tournament, got an LRB, so they were high going into that matchup. Oh, I picked them to beat us, so hey, yeah, I, I did too because I, I, the writing was on the wall after the second matchup with Florida, where somehow Tennessee still won that game. I, I still say Florida should have won it. Then the performance in the SEC tournament, them getting smacked by Alabama in the second round, I was like, yeah. If they get the match, and I believe we were recording this very show as uh, as Selection Sunday was going on, and when Tennessee's matchup was revealed, I immediately went in this chat that we have on, and I told Sharky, you know there's an upset, right? <laughs> so, um, it is what it is. Hey, at least Memphis won the other day. We'll get to them later. <laughs> Sharky, y'all so as, far as, my, as, far, as, far, as far as the Longhorns go, man, maybe it's defense, maybe it's offense, maybe it's Maybelline. Nobody really knows at this point. Um, Abilene Christian, bro. Abilene. <laughs> you said Maybelline? You said Maybelline? Maybelline. Maybe you said here from Memphis. Is it Abilene? Maybelline. I don't know. Oh, no. it, it's, it's Maybelline, bro. <laughs> But I'm sorry, there's folks from that school watching. If you go and watch the game, like we were winning, and then uh, one of the players went up for a layup, and I forgot what his name. Uh, da, 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 da. Matt Coleman, right? All he had to do, just simple, simple defense is this. If you go back and watch the layup that he does, there is no way in hell he's gonna hit that. So you don't have to foul him. 
but you want to swing and make ESPN top ten like an idiot, and now you in the now you on the couch looking like one. Hey, congratulations! A matter of fact, that's the L of the month for me. <laughs> you ranting? It sucks that y'all lost, but I can appreciate a fifty-eight percent free throw shooter making two free throws and win that game because we know damn well if a seventy-eight percent free throw shooter, which I don't think Memphis has that anyway. If a seventy percent free throw shoot from Memphis was in that same situation, they probably he probably missed both free throws. I can't appreciate that from a small school. A fifty eight percent free throw shoot makes the clutch free throws. I can't appreciate that. Yeah, I maybe it's maybe lame. <laughs> I, got a, I got a quick question too before um, Sheedy goes to talk about the Buckeye. Are okay. you with the Are you with the rest of the Long Coup Nation in calling for Shaka Smart's job? Absolutely. Because literally defense, hands straight up, that's discipline. So that's you're discipline. so you're giving so you're giving up on a coach who literally yeah. just won the NIT well, last well, not last season, but two seasons. Right, we got we got uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got okay. to the next one. Not now, not now, not not yet. We'll not save it for later. Go ahead, see. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm not here yet. to talk about the best guys. You're not here to talk about the best guys. What? Huh? What you just say? If I'm supposed to talk about the Buckeyes, I'm sorry I came in. Uh, at, yeah. Came back. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Next topic. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about Ace Miss because that yeah, man like all of five ten. He all of five ten. Put we the we wish you a merry Ace Miss. We wish you a merry Ace Miss. We wish you a merry Ace Miss and a happy exit. That's how the fire go. Well, he said next time. We'll I, for I, hold on, hold on. I, I'll say this, I guess. I, I said earlier, um, before we started recording, I really wanted this to be at least a Sweet 16 team. At times this year, we look like at least an Elite 18, to be honest. Um, but the beautiful thing about March Madness is you just have to be the best team for 40 minutes, and we weren't. Um, as simple as that. It could be one turnover, it could be one shot, it could be anything to be, but um, for 40 minutes, we were not better, um, and we deserve to lose. Well, actually, it was 45 minutes, but um, anyways, we didn't take care of business in 40 minutes, therefore we had to go to 45 and still lost. Um, so this is what it is. Styles make fights, man. Yeah. All right, Scott, let's talk about our team. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure if we talked about it or not. Well, uh, I think we talked about it really uh, briefly uh, right before we went off air. But Memphis, of course, did not make the NCAA tournament. Um, so we were uh, selected as a number one seed for the NIT tournament. Um, and we did have our first game, and we defeated eight, um, Dayton on yesterday, 71-60. to 60. Um, My personal opinion, that was probably one of the most um, best-played games from the Memphis Tigers. Uh, Landers Nally uh, showed us who, he, who we thought he would be. He stayed at yeah, 21 big points. Um, Lester Keonis, um is one of those players that I'm really starting to grow and like. Um, he had 15. Uh, DeAndre Williams had 12, and I think DJ came off the bench with 10. So, uh, all around a pretty decent game. It was good for them to get their first win in the NIT. Um, I think they play in the upcoming days. They play it's right down the tip of my tongue. Boise State Thursday. on Thursday. Um, so which, I'm not sure which one of y'all watched the game, but really quickly, did you guys watch the game? Um, what were your thoughts on it? it? It was on my TV. I didn't really <laughs> One, that court was ugly. That court yeah, was ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> North, North Texas won it. Yeah, North Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, I mean, it's an NIT game. Nobody really cares about it, but it looked like Memphis was just a better team and it just, just overmatched them. This is what it was. Yeah. Shout out to Jaden Crutcher, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Next up, Sheedy. Talking about your boy and boys. Yeah, so I would like to hear from those resident Laker and Yankee fans on this next transaction that occurred, um, and that is LeBron James, um, who has been doing a lot behind the scenes of basketball, now becoming part owner of the Boston Red Sox, this being his third AL team um, to possibly cheer for in a matter of six years. Um, Indians and Yankees, as of course, being the other two teams. So just want to hear from the Laker fans first, and then any Yankee fans. How do you feel about this for, or if you're a double, <laughs> might as well make it a double, right? Um, for you. Go ahead. 
I don't know why he's laughing. You you a Lakers, Yankees, Alabama, <laughs> U.S. Two fan. Start on behalf of the Yankees since Tyler and Trumpen together and Um Overall, I mean, kudos to LeBron um, just for the transaction itself and just for the mindset that he has for and the plans that he has for uh, once the plans he has for himself once basketball was done. So I'll definitely commend him for that. Um, definitely lost some points with me though because I thought he was a full blown Yankees fan. Uh, I last time I checked, he was putting on heavy for the New York Yankees, and then just for this to happen to associate himself with the Red Sox, who of course I'm supposed to hate because I'm a Yankees fan, but still not over how they treated Mookie Betts. But he got back at him by winning the World Series, so that's a different story. Um, so in the end, just just kudos to him. Or if this is some underlying tactic to to get the Yankees another World Series, I would gladly welcome that. Like awesome uh, <laughs> Captain America, Hell Hydra type stuff. Hey, that's fine with me too. But yeah, kudos to LeBron. Um, in all seriousness, and uh, this is just him playing chess right now while the rest of the world's playing checkers. Yeah, I just think um, one. I thought nothing of it. I mean, I think LeBron is entitled to. Um, put stock or put shares into a team, whichever team that he wants and chooses. Um, I think maybe he has some form of inside scoop that the Boston Red Sox, Boston Red Sox are t- going to somehow turn it around pretty soon. I wouldn't bet it. It is the Red Sox. Um, so maybe that's why he's leaning more into the Red Sox. He probably couldn't afford. Uh, I'm pretty sure LeBron James has a bunch of money, but there are so many people that have some stock or some shares into the New York Yankees that he probably couldn't. So. Steinbrenner ain't letting that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't happening. Oh, this shade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to the serious matter. Mr. Took, I got the pictures to help you out too for the women's NCAA tournament. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Well, um, of course, the tournament is underway for the men's, but it also is for the women. Um, go ahead and pull up those pictures right here. These are the pictures for the men, right? This no, is these the, are the pictures. The top one is the men. For the women's now. Yeah. The top for the men's. Okay, so pretty much what the NCAA uh, did for the women was pretty much provided them with a corner uh, to work out on. Uh, Sharky, if you want to get a better view, you can zoom in on my picture real quick on my, on my screen. Uh, just to get... Uh, of you, you know what I'm saying, right there, boom. That's their corner. That's what they were using to, to, to work out in. As far as the men's go, they have a whole facility, right? So everybody, they, NCAA got pretty much got exposed for not even caring about women's needs per usual, right? And I think I can speak for all of us that we can say, like, what we, we weren't shocked. Uh, whether we, 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 we expected this, and it's just, normal you uh normal ncaa decision so i kind of need y'all help man i know y'all know uh i call the the, the not care at all league or not cool at all league right i want to say i want to change the c i want to change the c for it so i want to say no c at all would it be no cash at all to be able to provide you know better facilities better all of this to the players or better yet be able to pay the players that actually play right or should it be no compassion at all? You know, the, the the NCAA basketball, especially this, was built on the black man's back, so why not pay them for it? Which I guess we're finally getting around to. Or would it be no caring at all? They just don't care at all. What what, what are we changing? I'm going for? to go. I'm going to go. No compassion at all. And I think this is yeah. really tacky. I think this is really uh, this is about as disgusting as you can get if you're the NCAA. Um, if these were your only options, then why not allow, I guess, the one seeds or the two or three seeds that are hosting games or for each bracket for them to host some of these games so that way you aren't having to put um, these women in these type of circumstances, right? This is this is pretty bad, bro. Like, I've seen the food. Like, I've seen better food, like, in middle school. Like, <laughs> that, yes. that was pretty that's, – that's, that's pretty tough. So um, I think no compassion at all, no care at all is what I would go with. Yeah. Well, what Skyler refers to as far as the food goes, I'm sorry, Trevor, before I cut you off. Uh, with food goes, remember when President Obama was in office and the players were treated right when they came to visit him? It's that versus when Trump was in office and he fed the Clemson players McDonald's. It's, it's literally the same thing as far as what's going on right now. 
Or when the NBA players they first got to the bubble. Come on, man. <laughs> or when the NBA Come players on, first man. got to the bubble for you. Uh, I'll try to Trevor in another. There you go. Look like look. Come on, man. It's crazy. On Women's Month. Can't see another life for you. Oh, yeah, exactly. Month. On Women's Month. Was we just talking? Like, about? have you not been paying attention to any billboard, any commercial, any Twitter? Like, come on, it's that, billboard, man. That's they spent all that money on that jumbotron they got outside of uh, the Chase Building. That's what it is. Hmm. Whatever, man. Any any more thoughts about what, what's going on with the NCAA? Uh, I'm done. They they ultimately corrected it, I suppose. Um, but it shouldn't take pressure from the outside because if there wasn't pressure, then nothing would have happened in the first place, which is just downright bad. It's, it's I mean, equality amongst men and women. I don't know. I don't know what is going on with our world, <laughs> our economy, um, the NCAA, obviously. This this is literally this picture is is indicative of like you know men getting paid more for the same job type thing like it's crazy it's crazy wow this is crazy bro so let me ask y'all this let me let me let me let me ask y'all this though and, and this is me completely being devil's advocate because y'all know how I feel about the women to the person that would say that the women's tournament is not bringing in as much revenue therefore much revenue shouldn't be provided to them as far as their accommodation. Well, y'all yeah. say BS because players don't get paid. <laughs> yeah. They don't mean nothing. If, if, yeah, if any, they're, they're, they're on the same level playing field. They get the same scholarship money, same education. There's, there's no unless players are getting paid. There's no other, other way. Like if it's NBA and WNBA, you may be able to get away with that. You shouldn't, but you may be able to get away with that. But college athletics, absolutely not. Nope. Not cool at all. Not cool at all. Bingo. And I give it all. Let's get it. All right. <laughs> Trevor, you got some news, some explaining, clarification. Uh, Get around, ladies and gentlemen. It's a uh, story time with the guy, uh, Trev, Tunica Trevor, whichever one y'all want to refer to. So, a couple of, I think it was maybe like maybe last month, of course, we did our Elder Month, and I had my. Uh, rant on Kimon Silver ran um for at that point he was the street racing incident so which prompted a, a close friend of his to uh reach out to me via dm uh saying i need to get my facts straight so of course being the adult that i am i actually had a brief conversation with this guy um was actually able to clear everything up so um First and foremost, uh, we'll start with the incident with the Seattle's uh, training camp. So first and foremost, the woman was not white that he was trying to sneak in. She was actually Hispanic. Uh, it was a nice little joint that he'd been messing off with uh, from his days at Texas A&M. So that solves the race of, of the woman in the whole, in the whole thing. Uh, he did say that the guy's girlfriend, his actual girlfriend, uh, Kimon Silver's girlfriend is white, so he kind of did the little head nod there. Um, the guy that I talked to, he said he was a close friend, he's been like a best friend for Kimon. They've been rocking since they was like sixth grade, and I was like, "Hey, can't do nothing but uh, appreciate you. That's your guy. You go, you go ride for him. It is what it is." He did mention that he's kind of messing up the bag for him though for everybody. I think that was, of course, the main point that we were all getting at with the whole situation. Like, why would you put yourself at risk with that? Um, as of now, he's still on the uh, Las Vegas Raiders roster um, as of today. So um, if you guys want to want to touch on it, whoever want to start, for y'all. I can I can appreciate him coming and DMing you and DMing you respectfully because um, that wasn't like he didn't come at you like, no, take that down. He didn't come with you no aggressive way. He came with you. It's like, hey, make sure I get your job straight. And he didn't come. It, I didn't. It didn't feel like he just came with you like a no. No, yeah, he came. He was very respectful and like see, so y'all just had a conversation. He, it, it was. I can respect it because yeah, typically these days people gonna come at you be like, no, nah, bro, man, what y'all talking <laughs> about? Like, <laughs> tweet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I appreciate it. Real recognize real. Yeah. That's all I had to say. That's and like I said, I, I show us. Let's be real. Like I say, I like it. We don't have a fast straight. 
do that. Y'all open it, you know, let us know. Uh, great. I'd rather that don't come at us no type of aggressive way. Cause like I said, we're not on no type of mess. But I, I like the fact that like in, in this industry is like you we, we get a lot of trolls, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And the people that you know just want to say something just for like clickbait or just attention. But the fact that y'all's engagement was respectful, you know, it's showing that hey, I can reproach you as a man. You can look at the situation like, okay, cool. Let me bag back and see and figure out things so I can present the right information. And I think that's a kudos to you because that's what kind of information and content and respect that's needed all around in this kind of industry. So kudos to you for that and kudos to, you know, the gentleman for approaching you in a manly fashion. Do you have some cheating? No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Cool. All right. That's a great segue into real talk. Yeah. Stan, uh, in the Southwest, for the most part, we transitioned over to uh, Houston, unfortunately. Um, as of today, there have been 22 cases of sexual assault that have just now surfacing. Uh, there have been allegations against Houston, Texas running back, I mean, running back quarterback, excuse me, Sean Watson. Uh, as you all know, Deshaun Watson has come out and has clearly demanded a trade and has clearly stated that he will never play another down for the Houston Texans again. Um, cue all of these uh, allegations. Um, we don't know if it's true or not. If it is true, of course, that's kind of bad on Deshaun. But uh, what I found what was weird about it is that all 22 of these women that are now coming out are all being represented by Tony Busby, uh, who was uh, the who's the attorney in the case. Uh, of course, it's been revealed that he uh, is neighbors uh, with the McNair family. The McNair family, of course, owners of the Houston Texans. So uh, I got the order in the chat. I uh, just want to get you guys this take on the uh, whole situation. Uh, of course, we're not here to assume uh, innocence or guilt. Uh, just basically just provide your thoughts on uh, the whole situation. Yeah. To, um, the situation is very, what's the word to put forward? It's a sad situation for either way it goes. It's sad if they really paint the story on him and he didn't do anything. And it's also sad if he actually did do the things. So I just hate that either, either way Either way it comes out to be, whichever side falls, whichever happened, I hate that it just has to, I hate that it has to be this way, right? I hate like I, I don't feel like Sean Watson is the type of person, but I don't know him personally. He hasn't been in trouble for anything, but you never know, right? Um, but also on the other end, this is an industry. Rich people get what they want. Um, we saw Antonio Brown last year, although Antonio Brown did a whole bunch of other a whole bunch of other stuff, right? But the whole story with him and the whole sexual assault stuff came out right a good timing for his contract to get voided. The Texans would lose a lot of money if they trade him and they would get a huge cap hit. So you could see that side, but also could see it, it, well, if he actually did do it. So it's just, it's just a sad, it's sad both ways, no matter which way it, the story actually turns. I just hate that, that this is happening either, either side. Yeah, when I when I first heard it, um, I was like, "Wow, there's a lot of people coming out, you know, all at once." And you see that happening when these things tend to happen when it's a big person and somebody, you know, and this is all theoretical. Somebody has the courage to come out and say, "Hey, this happened with this person." That you know, that builds you know more people to come forward and and, and speak out. So I don't know what happened. Like I said, we don't we don't know him, uh, but there's a lot of momentum for it to be 22 people there's also some skepticism to come from the guy who's friends with the ownership of the houston texans um i will say that deshaun watson as far as like what i saw on television and you know as far as like character he didn't have anything going on from, from what i can remember even back at like clemson um you know he's the the product of like uh i believe it's Warwick dunn who bought his family a house you know a couple a couple when he was younger yeah. um so he knows what it's like to come out of the struggle so i i i I don't predict that he's a bad person or bad character, but then again, you never know what goes on, you know, behind closed doors. So 
like Sarkis said, it is unfortunate. I hope it doesn't come out. Well, I mean, we really can't. We don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be both sides. It's bad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Deshaun's is like a top, uh, top five talent um, as far as like the quarterback position. And so for it to happen to him is bad. And I, I don't know what's gonna happen um, as far as what comes out of the situation. Will he be traded? Will he be released? I have no idea. Uh, but my hope is that things turn out for the better. It probably won't for either side, but I mean, that's what it is right now. Oh, and also, hey, one last thing I want to say before two go. I hope, I prefer it's the Texans doing something outside the other one because this career is possibly over if it's the other, you know, the twin to actuate the sexual assault actually happen. If yeah. they, it was just the Texans, he, he gonna he gonna get signed another big deal. Let's just be real. Yeah. Mm. This segment is called Real Talk for a reason, right? So what I want to talk is is real. This whole situation is complete bullshit to me. The reason I say that is because if you think about every summer within the NFL, there's never been. I mean, uh, 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 as far as like being able to trade wise, there's never been a superstar in his prime, top five. They're saying, hey, I want out of this team, right? And if you look at the times that we're in, this is the NFL. I'm, I think that the NFL using the Texas as an example for any other player that try to say, I want out of this situation, period. Like the, 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 the way that the Texans treat their players, we've seen it done. We've seen how they just treated DeAndre Hopkins, the Andre Johnsons of the world. This is the NFL. This is. America, right? <laughs> to take down a man who come, who has done nothing wrong since day one, since Clemson. You know what I'm saying? It, I, I follow the channel on social media. Girlfriend, who I'm pretty sure will be his wife one day, very beautiful. Wouldn't have to do anything with these 22 women who coincidentally are represented by the same person that's best friends with the owner. Come on, man. That that, that that's pretty whack to me. That, to call it to call a slate a slate is bullshit. And I can't wait till I, the end of this to where the shine is on another thing because now you're adding to to who I call a lion, right? Somebody with a lion spirit. Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback. And once he gets out, you're adding fuel to his time. So he may come out into whatever team he joins and, and, and put up numbers and make you know, put up the biggest F you to, to the Texans and to the NFL really. Because they're really trying to bring him down for something that <laughs> I'd try to get out of if I was him as well. Yeah, um, reputation ruiner, regardless of what happens. Um, yeah. Whether the allegations are true or not, um, it sucks. Um, and of course, on, on the end of Shark, I agree. Like, you'd rather it be that the Texans lied about it and made it up or found somebody to do that, but it just sucks. Like, I, I and in this realm, I think of, um, and just walk with me, I think of two different people, um, and both are entertainers. Um, I'm not saying that these allegations were true or false, but things happen. Um, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, um, before our time, was known as the prototypical black male as a leader in the household, right? Um, you saw a black family there. But Bill Cosby, you know, what happened, happened. It felt like it wasn't just one. It felt like it was just dozens at a time, just like open up a can of worms. And forever, his reputation is ruined. You ask a kid right now, who is Bill Cosby? They're going to tell you the guy that sexually molested right okay whatever um another person i think about is the dark anvil right not the light-skinned anvil but the dark-skinned anvil right dark-skinned anvil couldn't find work because of what because of what will told other people mm-hmm. right about them uh, whether it was true or not ruined her career for years she didn't do anything for three decades right um and so it's the power of the tongue nowadays too uh, which really hurts again whether it's true or not um top five quarterback or not that that sucks and there should be no reason that that is even true and it sucks because the people if it if they are turn out to be lies and we all hope that they are there is no consequence for those people that just lie Mm-mm, nope nothing but there's a, oh well yeah i guess it wasn't true huh move on but right now that man's whole career is tarnished and he's not gonna be able to make it, 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 it may be actually a combo for them cd like they got paid I, it's I, a combo for them Right, I mean, we all get paid to what TMZ or whatever, you know, whoever takes that money. But what I'm saying is, there's no consequence for those people if it's not true, right? We don't say, oh, well, you guys deserve ten years in prison. Mm-hmm. But if 
he gets convicted of this, then he has to go to prison. You see what I'm saying? Like right. that, 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 that the scales don't actually weigh out America. So we do need to talk about that a little bit more. And uh, go on your, your point that uh, if y'all seen the movie, the Brian Banks story, you know, he actually served time for a fake uh, allegation for fake rape allegation that they had, he didn't actually rape the woman. So to your point, she is that's the whole terrible point about this. Um, I think for me, the I think the best thing to do in this case is to let everything play out. Me personally, I think the Texans are behind this in some form or fashion, but I think what we've learned um, as we follow different sports figures, as we follow different entertainers is you never know what's true. You never know what's not true until the, all the facts come out. So I'm just one of those people. I'm just going to let everything come out. And then from there, let's ridicule or judge or talk about who was right, who was wrong, uh, who lied and who did not lie. I, again, I don't think, and it's just what Sergeant just said, I don't think that Deshaun Watson is capable of this. This sounds and screams as if the Texans are behind it. Um, but you never know, is all I would say. I mean, we could have a um, – there is something that could potentially be done. I don't know if it's actually a uh, potential solution to Sheedy's point. Um, if by some chance the Texans were lying on this whole situation, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm suing for defamation of character. Like, it's not, it's not even a question on it. Like, if this turns out to be completely false, I will sue the mess out of the Texans for defamation of character. And I'm pretty sure he's going to get a nice little payday because they ain't going to want to uh, have this to go to trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but anyway, um, staying with the NFL, I'm just going to kick it over to my man, Lito. And our NFL talks this week, man, I'm trying, I'm trying to battle like laptop sound, turn the mic on, turn the mic off, turn it. It's a lot. Um, so, um, in this week's uh, NFL uh, talks this week, I wanted us to talk about uh, free agency. I wanted us to talk about the people that's that's getting money, some of the people that are potentially being bought out of the contracts, people that are play, people and players that are moving on. So, um, the NFL game that we're playing this week is NFL, but it stands for No Fun. If you in or if you in DS, No Funds League. So, um, what everybody will do is talk about a, a contract or a signing that they did like. And then everybody will talk about a contract signing that they did not like. Um, hopefully, this is <laughs> Savage looking a little stressed over there. Hopefully, you're not talking about the Eagles. Um, so, in the order of actually, you know what? Thank you, Savage. You will go first. So Savage <laughs> will go first. Sharky, then Tuke, then Cheedy, Trevor, and then I'll go last. So, again, what signing did you did like? And then what signing did you not like? <sighs> well, y'all know I'm an Eagles fan, and we didn't sign anybody. I mean, we signed who's the guy? Anthony Harris. I mean, it was top 10 LBR, safety, whatever. I don't really care. So the sign that I actually did like, the sign that I did like is going to be actually in the NFC East. And I actually like that the Cowboys signed that guy from the Falcons, uh, Keanu. Uh, I I like that signing because Dan Quinn, if y'all don't know, those who listen to IDK Sports Pod, I made a seven-step plan for the, the Dallas Cowboys to get back right. And one of those steps was was bringing Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator. They did that. And now Dan, uh, Dan Quinn's defense is coming in with uh, Keanu Neal. I saw that they may or may not be interested in Malik Hooker, who's a 24-year-old safety, who is pretty solid. And I think the, the Cowboys need any type of t- talent in the secondary <laughs> to do well. So I actually like what the Cowboys did. Any the- talent. <laughs> any talent at all. It, it, it might get a Dory Jackson. I don't know. Yeah, I said they interest in him too. <laughs> I don't know. But they they did a good job, you know. One sign that I did not like. Um, and I don't know why they did this. And this is actually connected to a cowboy. Chicago Bears. Y'all signed Andy Dalton at all. Like, I don't understand why. Like, he's not moving any needles. I know you're trying to transition from you know Trubisky to whoever. I have no idea. But it seems as if the, the 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 right move would be to tank because, I mean, you have a decent defense, I guess, but you don't really have talent to compete. So I don't know why you signed in Danny Dalton to his deal. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, Cowboys, I like the Bears. Danny Dalton didn't like it. Okay. Uh, thank you, Sarah. So, I mean, you took mine. I don't care if you – I don't care if you take mine because I'm, I'm just going to repeat it. Andy Dalton signed with the Bears. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my dad. He's a Bears fan. 
I'm just so sorry. I know they did try and attempt. They attempted. They had a pretty good trade off for Russell Wilson. But the problem with the Bears is this. Seattle needs a quarterback to replace Russ, and the Bears don't have that, and they don't have a high enough pick to give him to actually replace Russell Wilson. That's the problem with the deal with the Seahawks and him possibly getting to the Bears. They did try, but you don't come from that to saying, hey, we're going to sign Andy Dalton to a one-year $10 million deal. Nope. He's the one. You might as well stick with Nick Foles, man. Like, real talk. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, that, you don't you don't come off of, ah, oh, we try to trade Russell Wilson. We want successful, so we're going to sign Andy Dalton. He's going to be the quarterback. That, that ain't going to slide. I'm sorry, Chicago. That's that's beautiful. Um, a move that I did like. Um, so, Washington football team, Curtis Samuel. Um, pairing him with his former uh, college teammate, Terry McLaurin. Um, I do like the move. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a quarterback that can get the ball down the field. Got two speedsters on the outside, and Kurt Samuel, you can use him and Antonio Gibson in a lot of different at running back, slot receiver. So I kind of do – I do really like that move. And another just uh, tie move, although it did take away from the Titans, but I'm glad we didn't pay him that much money. But John New Smith to the Patriots, I do – I'm interested to see. I do think John New is going to show up this year. So let's see, Sharky, on the uh, Kirk, on the Curtis Samuel one. Like, Tim Mill, there's a pretty good price tag for somebody who is waiting to make his next level, you know, transition, right? I mean, when you look at the Panthers like us and Roby and DJ, he couldn't extend, but I think with the, with the rest, he will be able to. Um, so speaking of somebody who actually plays with the Patriots and with Kirko, uh, Cam Newton. That's actually a signing that I like. Uh, I said that I've been on it since last year. I think that it wasn't a fluke for him to go to New England. I think that the Patriots could have chosen really anybody in their free agency, and Cam Newton was their guy. Uh, he changed the leader. He changed the culture, uh, being the leader that he is in New England. And I think that surrounding him with talent and weapons around him, finally, like Cam Newton's best season came when he had two tight ends, and you're going to get two of the best ones on the market. Like, that was a good thing for New England to do. So, I'll be excited to watch uh, Cam Newton do his thing. The one side and I didn't bite, I'm looking at you, Steelers fans, with Juju. Um, especially with the contract that I saw that he could have went to Baltimore and had. I, like, <laughs> for the time, one year, y'all, y'all signed him on a one year, why not sign him longer? Y'all don't expect much out of him. I don't know what he is. He wanted I mean, one year. Come on, let's, I, I don't know what y'all had. Uh, he wanted one year? Yeah, because I received wow. the receiver market drive. Yeah, most so of the receivers, and we'll get to that when I get to my guy, most of the receivers took one-year deals because of the cap this year. That, and then this year's a good year for receivers in the draft, too. Yeah. Oh, so plus, y'all, we got Juju for a We got Juju for a partner. So y'all expecting a, a longer contract out of him next year. Depends on how he performs. I don't think it's guaranteed that he's getting another contract. I mean, if anything that you notice from the Steelers, you you see that, one, that they they have a reluctancy to pay wide receivers, which is why you see it took him so long to get signed. Um, I think the one-year deal for $8 million was a bargain, and depending on how well he does, depending on the direction in which the Steelers go at quarterback, he may or may not be back. I was actually surprised that he was back. Yeah, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm looking on the other side of Juju. Why sign somewhere for? I mean, I get it, but it's like eight mil. Like somebody else could have paid him, honestly. Especially longer. But I get what y'all saying. Maybe next year he'll get more. But that's that's a huge gamble on yourself, especially if somebody like Juju, who you don't know the quarterback. For your opinion, I think similar to him and the Titans did this. We uh, we got Jayon Brown for a bargain. I think what happened is they got the market. They thought they would get more. Sure, he could have signed for more with the Ravens, but I think it was also a one-year deal. And if you're going to take a one-year deal, I think you would rather go back to a place that you're comfortable that you've been in and you feel more. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think J.R. Brown did the same exact thing with us, and Juju did the same with Steelers. Okay. Um, I'll go now. Something, a sign that I liked um, is actually down where you're at, too. I like A.J. Green to the Cardinals. Um, actually, I like uh, putting some more weapons there for Kyle. I like um, you're talking about a guy that can really command double coverage, to be honest. Um, when he's hot, um, and you got two players that you can command double coverage at, at all times. So, I like AJ Green. Um, something I didn't like, um, Jameis Winston. 
um, they the Saints have shown you, Jameis, that they don't really want you to be a starting quarterback. And here you are being a lap dog to take the money again um, as a backup. Um, I'm cool on that, Jameis. I think you're much better than a backup quarterback. I mean, you had a pretty bad season, but I mean, so did Andy Dalton. And look where he's at uh, with a starting role. So I think Jameis Winston signed as a backup again. I don't like that. Okay. Well, since she took the one, um, the one person I had for the sign that I did like, uh, I, I actually have another one though. So Sharky Mission and uh, John New Smith signing with the Patriots. I'm actually going to go with the other tight end that signed with the Patriots, and that's Hunter Henry. Um, Given um, when he's on the field for most of the part, he's basically has been probably top five, top ten tight ends in the league. Pairing that with John New Smith and then getting a full offseason of Cam Newton and giving Cam Newton the opportunity to actually learn the Patriots playbook. The Patriots could be interesting to uh, watch uh, this upcoming season. Uh, as far as moves I didn't like, I actually have two. Uh, Sheedy alluded to Jameis Winston um, not signing back with the Saints as a backup, but I think that was like not even that was beyond his control, to be honest. Like, I think they, for some reason, are set on Taysom Hill. Giving the guy 140 mil for basically, because we've seen Taysom Hill in action as a starter, and if you need not, just go watch their game against the Broncos and Denver. Perfect example of what Taysom Hill offers you as a quarterback. I think you could have used that money to, of course, sign Jameis, make him the starter, and then use whatever other funds you have left to, you know, help the rest of the team. So that was one that I didn't like. And then another one I didn't like as well is uh, Kenny Galladay signing with the uh, New York Giants for the deal that he did. Um, hey, get paid, young man, get paid. Uh, for those who don't know, Kenny Galladay has been one of the top receivers in the league um, as far as touchdowns. Certainly the past two seasons, he's led all receivers in touchdowns for Detroit. Uh, of course, you had Matthew Stafford as a uh, as your as your QB. Who, of course, it was really just him and you there in Detroit. So, for you to leave there and take this money and go to the Giants with Daniel Jones as your quarterback, and let alone sign long term for four years, where you probably could have just took a one year deal like the rest of the receivers and possibly hit the market again if you had a uh, pretty decent season relative relative to what you've done in Detroit. It's kind of iffy there, but I guess hey, get your money. Hey, he said he wanted 18 mil every year and he went and got it. Yeah. Because when he made that announcement, I was like, who's going to get 18 million a year? Bye. And, you know, be surprised it happened. Yeah. Signing that I did not like, there wasn't many. Um, actually, there was only one that I did not like. And Savage and Shark already mentioned it with the Chicago Bears. Um, Shark, I get your point where they couldn't really make – they couldn't go all in on Russell Wilson. I think Seattle's trying to make it seem like that they aren't willing to take calls on Russ or making to, making it seem like as if he's out, he's on the table. But I feel like if you, if you struck out there, I feel like there could have been some other avenues that they could have gone down mm-hmm. instead of signing Andy Dalton <laughs> for that amount of money. Exactly. Um, so that's, that's the signing that I don't like. I think the signings that I do like, um goes back to the Super Bowl champions. Um the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being able to resign Levante David um and Shaq Barrett to again bring that line breaking that line backing uh core uh, core group back. Jesus cannot talk today. Uh, so of course you still got Devin White there, Shaq Barrett and Levante David. Uh you saw what they did in the playoffs, you saw what they did against uh the Kansas City Chiefs. So to bring basically your entire defense back off of what seemed as if a shortened season because there was no offseason. Um, I think bodes well for them, bodes well for them um, in the NFC South um, and potentially them making another Super Bowl, but we'll see. Um, anybody else? I think that's it. That's it. Cool. All right, Tuke, take us away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, we have a list, Shark, if you want to go ahead and pull it up, uh, that we found earlier in the season, and it shows the most hated player uh, for every team. Um, if you look at the Grizzlies specifically, because we are a Memphis-based podcast, it was Gorgie Jane uh, at the beginning of the season. If you look, you know, across and see um, 
<laughs> just a bunch of good players that I guess are most hated. Um, if y'all want to go around and see, talk about anybody else on this list that shouldn't be on the list. And then also, who is y'all most hated player ever, right? Um, I also like you guys to, 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 to answer that one. So um, I guess we'll go ahead and start with Shark, uh, Shidi, Trev, then Skyler, and then uh, Savage. Okay. Most hated player ever. I can't, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought long and hard. I really don't have one. I just truly hate it ever. I know we mentioned starting five for the Grizzlies. Hey, Rudy Gay, but he's not my mode. I went like a player I just truly didn't like to that extent. Ever, I guess the player I don't like now is Paul George. So I guess just right now, him. But ever, it was a point time that liked, and I really didn't like LeBron, but I respect, I always thought he was the best, right? And I respected him. So I wouldn't go as far as just be like, man, I truly hated him. So that's why, yeah, the kid question was hard for me. But right now, Paul George is the one I probably really just don't like right now because I just feel like he's a fake. He he's a fake tough guy. He gets his buckets, he does things. When playoffs, he shrinks and he just act like he's tough and he's really not. So, um, crazy. I'll I'll do different in history. The most hated player to me, um, one of the most hated players, I think. Um, not just just me. I don't even, I don't really hate this player anymore. Uh, it's Rasheed Wallace. Um, there's a lot of hate for Rasheed Wallace. Mm. What he did, man, and man, he wasn't doing nothing but getting playing basketball. He's playing street basketball in the NBA. But it's called what it is. Um, and and Cass didn't really like that and respect that from him. And, and so what? Um, but to me, um, give me Rasheed Wallace is one of the most hated players ever. Um, we're talking about today's game. Um, I think that Grayson Allen is going to wear that, unfortunately, a little bit because uh, his past history. Uh, but right now, who's around the hot seat, and thank God he's gone from the heat, is Myers Leonard. I agree with that. Uh, one of the most hated players in the league. He don't. And he, and he was standing last year, not kneeling, so people look at him a little bit differently when that happened. Um, so give me Myers Leonard for now. Yeah, I'm kind of with Sharky on this one. I don't really have a player past or present that I just like personally hate. Um, of course, I always had respect for him, but I'll just go the route is to say who I feel is the most hated ever. And it's somebody that's currently playing in the NBA right now, and that's Russell Westbrook. Um, it seems like whatever this guy does on the court is never, never praised for God knows why. And then it's like everything that goes wrong, he's the guy that everybody points to. Now, granted, sometimes the plays that he makes doesn't always equate to winning basketball. That I will admit. But if someone else was putting up the numbers that Russell Westbrook was putting up, i.e. Luka Doncic or someone of that nature, you'll see like all of the high praise that he would get. Or if those numbers were put up, and Dallas took a loss or something, they're not going to point the fingers at him. Anytime Washington was taking a loss, it was always pointed at Russell Westbrook. It's never nothing that may have been going on with Scott Brooks because I feel that he's not the coach, the right coach for them at this point, or it could have been something else with the rest of the guys. Um, but it just seems like Russell Westbrook can't do anything right um, in the eyes of the media and fans. It's just, to me, it's just ridiculous. So, but that's my Russell Westbrook. Is it on Thank me? Oh, my bad. Go ahead, Sal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, I don't have a most hated player in the league, um, but I think Shane Batty annoyed me, uh, but that was only because he played really, really good defense on Kobe Bryant throughout their, uh, throughout their battles. Um, so mm -hmm. it's, it's Shane Batty, which is kind of interesting because he went to Duke. Um, but we're not going to talk about that. That's neither here or there. Um, but it's Shane Betty. He, he, I, like I said, I didn't hate him, but he just annoyed me because he, he played really good defense. And I think that's why a lot of these players that's on this list is on the list because they play really scrappy. Sometimes it may annoy you type defense. Good point. Good point. All right. So from this list um, that has, like, the picture of everybody on it, well, the, the, the person, I guess, I think the most hated person right now is probably Rudy Gobert because nobody respects him. <laughs> um, he literally, yeah, yeah, 
he literally started COVID <laughs> within the NBA. Um, he had beef with Donovan Mitchell. Um, he's he's not the defensive player of the year. He's the help defensive player of the year. People just <laughs> people just don't like this man. <laughs> and I don't necessarily care for him either because I feel like he doesn't do anything offensively. I mean, he's like a one trick pony, I guess. Uh, but we're talking about history. Like I said, I don't really hate anybody. I just like. I like basketball, but if I had to pick one person that probably is the most hated person, I'm surprised nobody mentioned him. I'm gonna go um, to the Motor City and say Isaiah Isaiah Thomas because he was literally left off of the dream team <laughs> because of Michael Jordan, and and he just didn't get to play. And then not only that, but he was a bad boy, and everybody hated the bad boys. <laughs> so see, I'm gonna roll with Isaiah Thomas. See, that was before my time. So, <laughs> but I thought. I thought you'd be you watching. Hey, babe, don't put me on the couch tonight. I know we talking bad about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect Isaiah Thomas, but I, I just think about who people just hate the most. I think it's I think it's him. If I had to guess. I, I thought you were gonna go with Bruce Bowen because. Well, I like Bruce Bowen, so I don't know. Stand him. <laughs> I couldn't stand him because bro was money from the corner, but when he went to the free throw line, he could make free throws and save his life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all are some really good guys. Um, of course, I, the word hate is like really strong and whatnot. But you know, we just people that we really don't like that that we overrate and everything. Um, if I can give mine, there was a particular player um, for the Grizzlies. Right, came as a free agent, um, came and averaged six points a game in thirty thirty fifth game, uh, eight in the next, and he only played thirty six games in that season. And then he came and averaged another eight points, which is okay, in another 25 games. He only started three times. But he got paid $23 million a season. Can you guys guess who this player is? Hey, we moved on, man. We moved on. We moved on Tim Parsons, bro. And plus, I mean. Tim Parsons. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Do y'all remember him? <laughs> that guy got paid $23 million to not even average <laughs> Game, he didn't even play in forty games in any of the seasons that he, he, he played. He literally, he, he literally got paid got, for the idea of Houston Rockets Chandler Parsons. He, right. he no, he got paid for the business. idea. He got paid for the idea of him. Period. No, I say the idea of him in Houston because I don't even recall him actually playing well in Dallas. So. I gotta say, yes, I don't know what you heard hey, about. He, he <laughs> you get a dollar out of me. <laughs> okay, the last no burns can't see. But he came. Look, we all know what Memphis stands for, man. He came and he's, in my opinion, he the biggest pimp that ever touched grind at Memphis. Right? Twenty three million dollars a year for three years. Find me a bigger pimp. Pimp <laughs> Chandler, pimp Parsons. I hope to keep the campaign strong. Please. I hope you're doing all right out here. I raised you MLG and W. Ooh, man, let me get that wallet. MLG W. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think MLG and W got Chandler beat on that one. I raised, <laughs> can, I raise, can I raise the next finish, though? Mm. You know what? is like global, but I, you can throw them in there, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm funny, man. So you, right. you said you had a troll or oh, nah? Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually do. I just wanted to get you guys' opinions um, because the Suns are like number two in the West, right? And like LeBron is gone out. Anthony Davis probably won't be healthy for the rest of the year. And the Clippers don't know what the hell they're going because they still, is what I'm saying, Paul George and Kate, Kawhi will work. But they still don't have a leader to pass the ball, so the Clippers ain't there. Suns in the Utah, I'm willing to take the Suns over there. So, trolling all, Utah Jazz calling it right now, NBA Finals. Utah Jazz? Phoenix Suns. Really quick, I'll go first. I'll go first. Let me let me raise my bad. My bad. I'll go first. So, y'all know, I forget what year this was, but whenever Chris Paul's on the Houston Rockets, I said this the Rockets with Chris Paul, James Harden should have beat the Golden State Warriors. Why? Because Chris Paul, wherever he goes, he turns that team into gold. The Oklahoma City Thunder, the Clippers, the Hornets, uh, Rockets, now the Suns. 
Now, this is if, and I, I don't think, I don't think that AD will be 100%. I do not expect that. I think he might get hurt again. I'm, I'm in the camp, but let him sit out and just wait to wait till next year. LeBron with the high ankle, you don't, you don't want to play with that. I, I personally would not play with that. I would not play with AD at all. Like I would just sit down, LeBron and AD come back next year, ready to go. So that's not a troll for me. I think the Phoenix Suns, you got Booker who can put up 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. Chris Paul, who can who gonna give you rebounds, who's gonna give you effort, who's gonna give you assists. Ah, that's not a troll to me, but they don't get worked by the by the Nets in the in the finals, but not a troll to me. See, the Lakers, oh, before I answer the question, Lakers in a rough position because LeBron is 36. Mm-hmm. Like they slick can't afford to say just sit out and wait till next year because it's that's like true. that's true. <laughs> that's they ain't a slippery slope, but we're basically basically assuming that the Lakers won't be fully healthy in this question. Fully they won't. Right. Right. They won't be. It's right. not a troll, but if they all come back now. But I say it's not a troll, assuming that Anthony Davis and LeBron don't come back, which I presume they they're gonna try because they can't waste a year. And that is exactly why this is this is a troll. The Lakers are going to do whatever they can. I think I think they are one of the two. They're one of the teams that's in the NBA where all the chips are pushed into the middle of the table, and they are going to go after. It. You saw the injury to LeBron; it looks bad. But he came back in the game and made a three-point shot. So I'm one of those people that now, when it comes to LeBron, when it comes to Tom Brady. I have to see in order to believe that they are in either the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals. So I'm still going to the Lakers until I see otherwise. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the standings and I'm with Lito here. Like until somebody beat the Lakers, you got you to show me. And if the standings stay the way that they are for the playoffs, uh, Chris Paul is going to match up with his Achilles heel, which is the San Antonio Spurs. And San Antonio's first team, I, even though they, they've been flying under the radar, the model Rosen has been playing extravagant things of that nature. Yes, so, because Chris Paul's history with the Spurs is not that great. It took, lost to him when he was in New Orleans. It took literally a last second shot in which he almost nearly got injured to beat the Spurs. I think that was 2014. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go troll just for the simple fact that. Chris Paul will probably run into his Achilles heel, and until somebody beats the Lakers four out of seven, I'm not gonna pick against them. So, yeah, thankfully for this scenario, I don't have to choose the Lakers. Um, I'm just gonna say this: it's a troll because the Suns don't have like the playoff experience you need when it comes time to do it. Yes, Chris Paul done it right; he's done it on numerous teams, but it's just him. Um, and Jay Crowder. I mean, sometimes right? that's all that you need, though. But, we saw the Heat last season. We saw the Heat last season, though. That's sometimes that's all you need is that extra time. Well, it's not good. I mean, they still made it. They still made it. Well, what I'm saying is, so what I'm saying is, the Heat last year had players that have been in the playoffs before. The but, Sun team doesn't really it's, have but that. It's similar. Chris Bell, I mean Jimmy Butler and Chris Powell. Then Jay the Crowder. Same. This is the same thing. Jay Crowder. Andre Godala. Okay, Andre Godala. Yeah. Kelly Allen has been in the playoffs before. Miles Leonard has been in the playoffs before. Who? We have played. We have. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought it's a whole. Who's been in the playoffs? My thing is, 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 my thing is also this. When you the bubble, right? The 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 straight basketball that the bubble was. How many times did Devin Booker lose? I didn't see him in the playoffs. I agree. He, he didn't lose in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Bubble, this, this is a playoff series. What I'm saying, what I'm getting at is you're asking about winning the championship. And I don't see that team beating a tested Trailblazers team. Yeah, I was about to say Portland came to I don't see them you even beating the player. I'm okay. talking about I'm talking about a seven game series. That, that's mm-hmm. what I'm discussing. And I don't this yeah, team, right. the Sun mm-hmm. team, has not played a seven game series. That's true. That's what that's what I'm getting at. Um, I respect I respect the Suns wholeheartedly, but I don't think this year, until they've proven that they can do what they can do in the playoffs, that they have it. That it's just a team that has have it yet. That's all. All right. They're gonna shock the world, man. 
And I think we may be putting a little too much stock into that Devin Booker, the Devin Booker performance from the bubble. Great performance. Again, I need to see it again. <laughs> it's my thing. I need, I need to, to see it throughout the series. I need yeah. to see it throughout the playoffs. That's fair. That's fair with adjustments and people double teaming him because uh-huh. he like he like being double team. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's not just him. You got like majority of the guys that's in the rotation. This would be like literally yeah. first time actually getting some clock in the playoffs. That's yeah. true. But I, I think that Chris Paul neutralizes that though. I, I think so anyway. One man. Yeah, one that's man, a lot. Man, I don't know. Yeah, one man, because again, Chris Paul goes yeah, everywhere. Goes. He goes yeah. everywhere and it, and it turns to gold every time. Right. So but okay, he, okay. even if you look at it's not are they good enough to be in the playoffs? This debate is about winning the championship. And so yeah, what you're saying well, is championship, is, no, because of the Knicks. But uh, but in the West, yes. In the I West, the West. The better yeah, the West. That's what I'm saying in the West. I didn't say championship. I said in the West. I think so. Hold oh, get out the I, West. I think that's your problem. Today, I didn't today, say nothing today. about that. I said in the West. Today, 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 no matter who was on his team, <laughs> if AD ain't playing, because um, Weston Matthews, um, and, uh, 2020 book two. <laughs> 2020 book two. Oh, it's one oh, it's, ain't over yet. Don't let the world because we get free. Don't let don't let the world fool you. 2020 book two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else got something now? Nah. nah. That was a good one. That was that was. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, that, that was real good. All right. Uh, way to incorporate LeBron's injury into the show, too. Good job. <laughs> yeah, y'all want to know something? Like to play Phoenix tonight. That's, that's also funny as well. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you live by that. I'm debating if I want to add that game to the parlay. So, uh, I'm debating. Would you have thought about this if you wasn't living in Phoenix right now? I would have. Paul is literally the perfect solution to fit with that son. I would have been on it. I promise y'all. I promise y'all. I've been lo- I've been, I love Chris Paul since Way Forward. He's the perfect perfect spot to uh, perfect spot to be. I love, I love him since Way Forward. But since too. I'm here, since <laughs> I'm here, I'm gonna enjoy it. God willing, of course. God willing. Hey. <laughs> Hey, y'all man. Y'all turn the followers. Oh, they do get there. Turn the followers. I don't care enough to come out there. <laughs> 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 All right, man. That was a good show. Uh, remember, man, shout out to Sister Jean. Shout out to the women. Women's Month. Continue to watch you some March Madness basketball. Well, Anybody got anything else before we get off? Speaking of women, the women's tournament started today. So make yeah. sure you watch the women basketball as well. Yeah. I need no one between UT and uh, MTSU because I know they actually uh, looked it up today. But next time, y'all, peace. Stay black. <laughs>